0: We're here, Tony and Mad Max. We are live on February 5th, Saturday, February 5th at 1230 p.m. Eastern time. Tony, how's your weekend going so far? I know we're already into Saturday, but we're reaching new.
1: pretty. <clears throat> hey, man, it was icy yesterday. Terrible weather, that ice storm. I don't know if it got up to Connecticut, but it, ugh.
0: it, it did. But where I, when I looked out my window, it didn't look as bad as everyone was saying. I was like, what is everyone getting all worked up about? I guess other parts... Of the country, especially where where you are, New Jersey, got hit worse than we did. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't think it came up to Connecticut.
0: I don't think it's, it's bad because I, like I said, I didn't really see much outside. Yeah, no, man. But what are we starting off with Can first? We... Knicks or Nets? I think I well, think this... I'll let you have the floor first because the Nets had a terrible <laughs> loss last night and have been on a, a surprisingly losing streak.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this would be a basketball centric show. Um, what can I say, man? The freaking big three experiment is pretty much done. By next week, during pardon, James Harden is probably going to get traded primarily to probably the 76ers. And we're going to see what we can get from Philly. You know, are you it? on
0: board with the trade of Harden to Philly, it, it, especially if I Simmons?
1: I am. I'm on board with anything that could just salvage what this season is. They're still probably going to make the playoffs, but I don't know where this is going to lead to. I mean, thank God that Durant re-upped and signed that my signed that extension, so at least he's going to be here. Kyrie's
0: another mess.
1: Um, Sean Marks has got a lot to answer for this team. Um. You know, people have anointed Sean Marks as this genius that, you know what? Yeah, you know, he, he pretty much saved the Nets franchise from where it was like three, four years ago. Had no draft picks. Basically, the light at the end of the tunnel wasn't seen for a long time. There was a really big gap from the from the Darren Williams, Joe Johnson years to where we are today. And Sean Marks is really the reason as to why we are in really the state that we are in now, positively and negatively. And there's a lot of reasons for that. There are a lot of factors that go into that sort of thing. Um, I think that some things had to happen for other things to happen Like people get on Sean Marks for signing DeAndre Jordan to $40 million. But what people don't understand is if you don't get DeAndre Jordan, you don't get Durant, Kyrie. No. And, you know, you could say that, you know, he may have hired Steve Nash, but let's be quite honest. Steve Nash is a Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving pick of a coach. Those guys had big time influence on who was coaching this team.
0: They, they didn't want never, a guy like Tim at all.
1: They were never going to play under, freaking, uh, under, freaking, uh, under Kenny Atkinson. No. It was never going to happen. So they had to find a guy who was going to <laughs> connect on a personal level to the players. You know, there's all different factors as to how Sean Marks has built this team and injuries play a big part in it as well. You know, it's not just Durant. Durant missed a good chunk of last year. Um, Kyrie got injured in in the playoffs. You know, um, a lot of players last year got hurt, but they still finished the number two seed this year. Injuries have derailed them to points that are unbelievable. Joe Harris is potentially going to get a second ankle surgery and be done for the year.
0: I heard that news.
1: James Harden, an Iron Man in this game, never gets hurt. He has been on the shelf like three times this year, and I honestly believe that Sean Marks has a lot to answer for. Why did you hire this coach? Well, I mean, as I said, it was probably it, it was probably player driven, but still, like why Steve Nash in? In particular, a first-time head coach had no coaching experience whatsoever. A great player on the court, Hall of Famer, but he had no coaching experience. No, why, 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 why did you neglect signing a three-and-D player in the off-season? Us sign people that were that that could that 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 can get rebounds. Why is Andre Drummond, not on this team. Why is JaVale McGee not on this team? Hassan Whiteside, any big body that could box out down low and get rebounds. I think the rebounding is the biggest word defining this franchise right now.
0: I think you're right.
1: Because if, if they had better rebounding, I'm telling you, dude, you could have won maybe possibly five, five or six more games. I get that he prioritized defense in the offseason in the expense of in the expense of shooting, but I mean come on man, find a balance.
0: There's no balance find with a this damn team at all.
1: Balance. Why did you acquire Javon Carter who can't shoot? Oh, because he could play defense. But the guy can't score. DeAndre Bembry can't score.
0: You need balanced players who do both.
1: Like like actual winning teams like Golden State, like Milwaukee, like the Miami Heat, like the Phoenix Suns. Those are winning franchises. They find they find players that could that could play on both sides of the ball. I mean, you've got players on this team that can't shoot. There are times out there, dude, Steve Nash has got rotations where like two or three players can't shoot. Can't win like that. Cannot win. All last year the Nets were all about oh well they're oh well they're going to they're going to outscore everybody. That was their that was their that was their way to win, outscore everybody. But their defense was hot trash. Yep. Now this year to start out, their defense was was probably top 5 in the league, but their offense was bad. It was bad. Now with Durant out, now their defense has fallen down down into the pack. It's plummeted. And they still can't score. So now they're just a bad team. It's really that simple.
0: I think it's going to take the trade deadline to get things turned around better.
1: Where is Sean Marks? Where is this where is this GM?
0: Notice come how the jams are think. nowhere to be found once there's negative things going on with their team. N- they have, they they no. never come out with any answers. They just sit we behind a We haven't heard Mark.
1: We haven't heard Sean Mark speak since since the since the stupid Kyrie stuff came out. About oh, like when Kyrie is ready to is ready to get vaccinated, we will welcome him back with open with open arms. Never got the never got the shot. And this part time thing with Kyrie, I mean, I thought that they could make it work but it seriously hasn't. It has not at all. And I don't think that's primarily on Kyrie's fault because Kyrie can only do so much. This team has, a, has an immense lack of shooting ability. Immense lack. They are missing Tyler Johnson. They are missing Landry Shaman. They are missing Jeff Green. And by God, dude, they are missing Joe Harris. And the fans that were bitching about Joe Harris all year, screw them, dude.
0: The fans were all over him. They hated get
1: him. Get out of here with that. <laughs> this team can't score, dude. They are running lineups out there that are just getting bamboozled on on the on the offensive side. Can't get a rebound. Nick Claxton can't stay healthy. Here's a guy that they thought that they thought was gonna be better than than Jared Allen. He can't stay healthy. He gets destroyed down low every single time. He's too skinny.
0: What's happening? I'll send you Mitchell Robinson. Everyone thinks he's freaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar now because he's actually playing well.
1: He'll get rebounds. I'll take Mitch right now. He'll get rebounds.
0: But then you'll have to deal with some kind of nonsense. Oh, I had a tweak. Oh, I'm injured. Oh.
1: Hey, you know what? Injuries are such a big thing in the NBA now. Dude, I feel like it's every sport now that players just have awful durability. The durability in, in professional athletes today is awful. You've got guys going down for, for these, the, the, these little tweaks in the hamstring. Hamstring tightness out of game. It's true. But, but this is unbelievable. So many questions for Sean Marks, dude. I'm surprised. So
0: many. I'm very surprised. And the Knicks, man, they're just another dumpster fire. I'm so sick of the media. Every time you look up the New York Knicks, you want to find out about your New York Knicks news. There's another trade rumor. Yesterday, what was the trade topic of the day? De'Aaron Fox. We're not getting Fox. How many times are we going to do this? Oh, Somebody told me that they
1: would... I had somebody tell me that that they would trade Randall for for Fox. Yeah, that's why
0: would the Kings do that? And and you know what's crazy too about the media out there in Sacramento, they want Randall, they want him. They're like, oh, this could actually work. You can have him, you can have him. Hey,
1: you know what? If it can work, do it because that because that would be a fleece of the century, right there. It would be.
0: Oh, it would be. And you know what? Knicks found their point guard, their point guard that they've been missing since forever.
1: How about the reports about, about possibly getting, possibly trading off bad contracts in Westbrook?
0: I did the hear Lakers. about that and how he could end up that, on the Knicks.
1: If somebody said that, like, if they, get, if they get Westbrook, then you're adding newfound excitement. Like, like Westbrook would help lead them to the playoffs. Like, okay, I can agree to that to, to a certain point, but it's nothing, it, nothing long term. No. aren't the Knicks supposed to be. I thought Leon Rose was was supposed to think two, three years ahead.
0: That's what I thought, too. But apparently not. When you have Thibodeau that plays these veterans who aren't even that good, let's be honest, over his rookies. We made that deal for Cam Reddish. Where are his where's his playing time? Where's Obi Toppin's playing time? Where are these young guys that we drafted and traded for? Why aren't they playing? Why aren't they getting in the rotation? Instead, he'd rather play Fournier and freaking garbage Randall. Please, uh, just I, all these players that they have on this team—it's pathetic. No, Perks, the Kemba Walker—I heard he's out of here. I heard they want to get rid of Walker for a second-round pick just to get rid of him.
1: Second-round pick—I mean, it, 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 he was a buyout-like signing, dude. Like that's not that big of a deal. Like you—you you tried him out; he was an experiment, he didn't work. Oh well. If you could trade for—if if you could trade for a great point guard like De'Aaron Fox. Kemba could Kemba could go walk. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't care. Goodbye.
0: Either. Yeah, see you. <laughs>
1: but the thing is, dude, like, here's something. Here's something that you got to understand too. When when you have a when you have a year like last year, expectations change. You know, front offices build, front offices construct their off seasons by how they looked at the, the previous year. You know, when the Giants. Had their little their little surprise run last year with Joe Judge. Remember when they had, when they got that win against Dallas, and then I remember and then, the, then the Eagles screwed it all up. They were a, they were pretty much like they were they were an Eagle loss away from going to the playoffs. They were that defined the entire Giants offseason. Their expectations changed. That's why they signed you know they signed a Fernie Jackson and Kenny Galladay and a, and a bunch of other people.
0: With Rudolph. the Knicks,
1: the same thing. Yeah, with the Knicks, the same thing. You go to the playoffs, fourth seed, you're you're riding high, and, yeah, you are not going to value your younger players. You're going to try to get the veterans in here to try to supplement that winning. And it didn't work. No. It didn't work.
0: Nope. Fournier was a terrible contract. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of it from the start, even though people are like, oh, he's finally found his jump shot, and he's – actually consistent
1: here's another thing too about julius that, randall though. what's that here's the thing about about julius randall i mean this guy i mean here he was like after winning that first game of the year against boston at that, that overtime thriller he's talking to like he he's talking to the um uh, on court reporter you know you know how like they have the freaking microphone go on go on the overall pa system and everybody in the arena can hear He's talking to the fans, going like, "Oh, like oh, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm starving." Like he's like he's being like happy and stuff. I think, I, I think his son came on the court too during that as well. He was just like a hero. He was, and and that game was fun. It's, it seems like forever ago.
0: It was. But, I I thought that was the start to the Knicks just extending where they left off last year. I thought that was it. I said we're going back to the and, playoffs. And now
1: think of the image of Randall after that game, and then fast forward to now. It's it's night and day. It's like two different people. Two different people.
0: You're exactly right. I mean, from getting fans thrown out of the Miami Heat game, sticking his thumb down to the fans, and just everything that he's been pulling. Obi Toppin, we talked about that situation last week where he looked at him and didn't even help him up. He just walked away.
1: How about the freaking technical thing against um uh, against, um against uh, Memphis on Wednesday? You see that shit? I did. He goes in he apparently went into the freaking Grizzlies huddle,
0: like standing
1: around them, and the grizzlies are like, get the get the hell out of here. This is our huddle. Like and then like and and then I guess Randall started mouthing off and then and then Randall got
0: teed up. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? I don't know. And how about him when he sits at the end of the bench? He's not in the huddle. Or do you recall the game a few games ago? I don't know, it was probably a couple weeks ago when when he pushed Fournier. Do you remember that? Did you see that clip? I did not. I did not. He pushed Fornig because the game was over. Randall was in a foul mood, and he's heading back to the locker room. and And Fournig's trying to calm him and be like, "Tell him like everything's okay." You know, he's trying to calm him as a player. That's what players are supposed to do when you're on the same team. And and Randall just pushes him, and just he's just a cancer on this team. And Randall has to go. I, I, I he's got to go. From.
1: Does he like just not like enjoy losing? Like, is he like one of those like like sore losers? Like, is he like fucking? <laughs> trying to drop into I mean like hey, we can cuss on here. <laughs> is he like is he like freaking um uh Jamal Adams now? I yeah. feel like he is.
0: <laughs> he very, but, like, might, he very well may be.
1: But like why does this guy only like act professionally when his team's winning? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> because because it if that's the case, then why would any team want him? Why would the Kings want him? If you're trading him for Devere and Aaron Fox, the Kings aren't winning.
0: No. I tell you what, I think we could fleece a team with Julius Randle. If if the Kings, the media is all for him down there. If you really want him, fine. I'll take Fox. Give us, give us our point guard. We finally found our point guard. One, one position on the team solved that we've been looking for for years.
1: You know, it's just like, it's just like what Joe Beningo says, dude, you could change the coach. Yeah, you could change the uniforms, you could change the players, you could change everything, but nothing changes. I, no. It's and you could just and of course he's meaning the Jets, what Joe Beningo says, but it, it could be applied to any team in this town. It can. Be. There's just you could literally have a second half stretch that the Knicks had last year, with all the fire that they had under their asses going into that going into that playoff series against the Hawks, and just nothing changes. I remember during the off season the the Knicks fans were saying that the Knicks had the freaking deepest roster in basketball. I'm like
0: I never me? I don't know why they're saying that. I see I'm not you a toxic Knicks fan. I'm not when a toxic signed, Knicks fan. When
1: they when they signed Kemba Walker from that buyout, they said Knicks deepest roster in basketball. And you know what? If things went according to plan, you could make a case. Because, I mean, you're, I mean, because your bench, your bench plays better than the starters. And that never happens. No, that rarely ever happens. If your bench is playing better than the starters, then your depth is really good, right? Yep. If your bench is Alec Burks and Derek Rose and Taj Gibson and Emmanuel Quickly, you know, you're like, you could definitely win with that. Those are nice role players, but your starters are playing like garbage. Garbage. A. But they go on the on these nice stretches like that like that like that game on Christmas Day against the Hawks. They were just dropping threes all over the place. Where is that Nick team?
0: I don't know. And that, that was actually the first Nick Chris, Nick's Christmas game that they've won in I don't know how many years now. It was a streak every time I watched on Christmas. The Knicks freaking took a horrible loss every year between the Lakers and the Celtics. I can go on and on all the games they've lost on Christmas Day. But, I mean, do you think the Knicks make a trade? I think there's so much pressure they have to make a trade. But here's my feeling inside my gut. I have this gut feeling that they're just going to sit on their hands and roll at Randall. I think they have to get rid of them. But what, what do you think they will make a trade? And if so, who should they here's trade my, for?
1: Here's my here's my thing. I think that if they keep Randall, they're going to trade him in, in the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't just think that oh they're they're keeping Randall. Oh he's going to be here for the next for the next four years. Nah. Um, you would hope that, that a trade would happen. Um,
0: I think the fans will race hell if a trade doesn't happen.
1: Hey, you know what? They're looking at they're looking at a ton of people, not just De'Aaron Fox, but um, Jeremy Grant from the Pistons. Um,
0: I don't think he's the answer. You got to play the smart. You got to go after – the rumors are out there. You got to go after a Donovan Mitchell. You have to go after De'Aaron Fox. Let's get a legit star in here that's going to be here Hey, for years. well, you know
1: what? Portland is blowing it up. They, they just got rid of Covington and – they trade them off to, to the Clippers. How about the Knicks go call up Portland and, and, and ask for Lillard?
0: Hey, why don't they do that? I mean, that's been call in up. the talks for years. And, but I think, I think it's just a pipe dream from here. I do like this whole Lillard talk. It's been in the talks for years and it's never happened. That's the thing about the Knicks. Can we please make get a trade done for a star, please? Please, can we make a trade for Melo? Can we sign a player like Stoudemire? Can we make an impact signing that gives us hope? Enough. Enough of the freaking, just the smoke and no fire. Mm. Enough. As a Knicks fan, I'm sick of it. Every year, all the Knicks are going to trade for this one. All the Knicks are going to go get this one in the offseason. Fans Mm -hmm. should be raising hell. Leon Rose, I'd get rid of Randall in a heartbeat. We We hate Randall. Knicks fans. Hate oh, yeah, Rams.
1: they all do. And th- that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, 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 rewind back to that first game against the Celtics. He was loved. Or when that team or, or when, the were, when the Knicks were five and one to start the year.
0: He was loved. But what did I tell you last year after that Hawks series? I was worried about that extension they gave him. I was probably one of the only Knicks fans worried out there. There's probably others, but I said, why are they extending this guy after a terrible series he had against the Hawks? And then people told me, oh, this happened to superstar players before. They'll come back the next year, and and they'll just grow from here. Really?
1: And, like... You really wonder if, like, maybe, like that Hawks series, like, was what the Knicks really were. Like, was everything else just like, just, like an aberration?
0: They were exposed.
1: They were exposed. Now,
0: Randall was exposed. The whole team was exposed.
1: Now they were exposed for a certain reason because the team had no real scoring in that no. series, but the Hawks had a ton of scores. Ugh. But then Leon Rose in the off season prioritized getting more getting more shooting. That's where you get your Fournier and your Kemba Walker back. Like he brought back and you know, Rose Noel, he brought back Alec Burks,
0: brought back Derek Rose,
1: brought back Derek Rose. Yep, let he let he let Reggie Bullock leave, mm-hmm. which I guess has not paid good dividends for the Knicks, but.
0: It hasn't. And you know what, that Derrick Rose thing is looking worse by the day here because he's injured like he is every year now. And it's like, why did you give this guy a three year deal? He's not guaranteed. Leon Rose, he failed the offseason. He failed. And you know, you know what happens when you fail? You have to do better and you have to have a slam dunk. He's got to, he's got to really make some moves for this team. Now he's like Joe Douglas.
1: He's oh, like Joe, Joe Douglas. Douglas.
0: I mean, what? A, you know how my take on Joe Douglas. I think he's one of the worst GMs in all sports. But no one wants to uh, see eye to eye on me just because he had a decent draft class last year. That hasn't been proven yet. We don't know what Elijah Moore is going to be. Denzel Mims, they were crowning this guy as the next freaking Jerry Rice for the Jets. He disappeared. Hell, who's to say that Elijah Moore doesn't end up like that next year? I hope he doesn't. But this guy was injured this you, year. And you
1: could parallel like Joe Douglas drafting Elijah Moore to Leon Rose drafting Quentin Grimes. You could because because everybody is going crazy for Quentin Grimes. And I'm sitting here going like, okay like he's he's really good. But like, why are you already jumping to to give this guy the torch? I'm not
0: giving I'm not giving any torch to Grimes. I really I mean, he's a good shooter, but I need to see more from him. It has to be consistent. Let's see where he is in, in, in next year. And the year and, after,
1: and to see more is just to give him more minutes. And Thibodeau is just is just
0: not even doing that. No, he doesn't play rookies. He believes in old veterans. Uh, he, Thibodeau, if, you know what, man? I'm ready to say it. he's on the hot seat. He's got to hmm. be on the hot seat. If you're not playing your rookies, you're on the hot seat.
1: Hmm. Wait a second. What is this on here? I'm reading a report here on Twitter that the uh, Knicks are they're close to acquiring Tyson Chandler. To really uh, play for the Knicks. No, I'm I'm Oh, you were,
0: you were, no, I was about to say, I was like, really?
1: (laughs) No, but you were talking about old grizzled veterans. Just bring back, (laughs) just bring back Chandler.
0: That was a, that, but you have to admit that was a terrible mistake. Chandler was a great player for the Knicks. He really was. He was the anchor of that team. He was the heart and soul of that team. He was. I'm
1: just saying, like, like old vets, like you would expect the Knicks just to bring back Chandler,
0: or maybe go get Pablo Prigioni back.
1: <laughs> oh, I love, I, I, I love Prigioni. I think he's a net coach now. No net. He, oh no, no, he, he's a net coach. Yeah, How about Prigioni. No oh, boy,
0: bastard nets taking everything from the Knicks like they usually do. Yeah, nets. please,
1: we're going through our own struggles. So the moral <laughs> of the story is that. We thought that basketball would save us. Guess what? It didn't.
0: No. And you know what? We're not even gonna get a baseball season, it's looking like.
1: Oh my god. Well, at least we have the Rangers. I mean, yeah. I mean, I root for the Devils, but hey, if if if, if the Rangers can get to like the second round of the playoffs, they'll probably get beat in the second round. They're, they're they're not winning the cup. Yeah. If they can get to the second round, that buys that buys a couple of months. <laughs>
0: Of excitement of from excitement a sport that we we barely watch,
1: and we're not really they fans. Do win of. a
0: lot, they
1: do win a lot. The Rangers, they do. And some would say that the Rangers are the Rangers are, are having the season that the Knicks should have had. Yep, taking that next step forward.
0: No, with the Knicks young backwards. Players.
1: Yeah, step backwards, and, dude. And you could
0: really make a case for the Knicks have been terrible since they got rid of Woodson last year.
1: You could say that.
0: W- Woodson is like, he curses the team. Like,
1: yeah, you're going to get rid of I, me? And I feel like Volt well, P also took a job from another school, but oh boy. But I think that's good for us here today, Knicks and Nets. Yeah, let's man. wrap this up here. Let's do our socials here. You go first. Um, so my, my, my Instagram is at TANOOCH96. Once again, TANOOCH96.
0: You could check me out on Instagram and Twitter at The Real Max, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M A X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M A X. You could check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel right here, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max and all podcasting platforms, whether it's Apple Music, Spotify Stitcher, iHeartRadio, you name it. We are available on every podcasting platform. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Next week, Saturday or Sunday, we'll, we'll be on here. Tony usually makes the decision. And yeah. We'll be back probably either predicting the Super Bowl, which
1: and it'll be after the trade deadline. Trade deadline will be passed in the end. Yeah, NBA.
0: and I, and I wonder if the Knicks and Nets are going to make any freaking moves here. I wonder if they'll have the integrity to. I really do. Gotcha. We'll
1: <laughs> see what happens. We'll see if Harden is is a Sixer, and if Mitchell Robinson is still on this is still on on the Knicks,
0: and if Ran- and if Randall if Randall's is Randall's still Sacramento. on
1: the Knicks. Yeah. All right, guys. Oh. Thank you guys for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Stay safe. Keep warm. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. Have a great rest of your weekend. So long.